This is Learn It From An 80s Song. I am your coach, Patricia Freiberg. This is I Love the 80s meets the healing of storytelling and the positive impact of music. Inspiring guests share their powerful stories, yielding incredible strengths. Through both story and music, this podcast will elevate your mood, providing you with a positive outlook. It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. This is part two of The Power of Gratitude Meets the Impact of Women. This is a special episode about gratitude, coupled with the fact that it's Women's History Month and we are celebrating it here all month long. In this episode and last week's episode, you will hear nine letters of gratitude that were written by women for women. The intention is for you, the listeners, to hear these letters and recall special women in your life that are important to you. I encourage you to be inspired and share your gratitude to special women in your life. The goal is to create a ripple effect among women. The song I chose for this episode and last week's episode is, can I get a drum roll please? That's what friends are for. The cover version, 1985 by Dionne Warwick. She teamed up with Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight, and Sir Elton John, winning Grammys, topping the charts, and most importantly, raising $3 million for AIDS research and prevention. Last week, we talked about the benefits of gratitude and why it's important to make it part of our everyday practice. To recap, these benefits include an increase in energy, better coping skills, an increase in achievement of personal goals, an increase in self-confidence, improvement in relationships, increase in positive emotions, and improvements in cardiac health. This week, I want to dive into the power of letter writing and testimony. Let's talk about why saying thanks aloud is important. There are benefits of translating thoughts into concrete language by way of writing. When we write, our thoughts become more real. Since we can't write as fast as we think, the act of writing allows us to slow down, process, and reflect on those thoughts. When we write with grateful language of thanks, we can shift from negative language. Our brains will then begin to recognize and seek out more positive language and experiences. The shift of our brain can create more positive emotions and decrease the stress signals to the brain. By reading our letters aloud and sharing it, it can have long-lasting effects and overall improvements and well-being and positive emotions. As social creatures, the act of letter sharing can have positive effects on pro-social behavior and 
improvements in relationships. There has not been much research on the benefits of receiving these letters of gratitude. I think we can all agree, however, that it feels pretty incredible to be given a letter that acknowledges our value. The other beautiful thing about letter writing and expressing this value is that for both the recipient and the writer, the letter can be referenced and reread at any time. This will allow us to trigger recall on these positive emotions and these positive events. Ultimately, this will give your mood a boost. Now, I'm going to kick this week all off with a letter to my dear friend, Kathy Nelson. Dear Kathy, we first met when I was in my 20s and I had just moved to Chicago from New Hampshire with my husband, Greg. We were at LPAC Athletic Club. I was newly employed there and I was being given a tour. The manager introduced us. Hi, I'm Kathy. You shook my hand. You had the warmest smile, the most incredible biceps I had ever seen. And somehow you were slightly taller than me, something that I had not come across much throughout my life. Being that you are a master trainer for body pump, you were outfitted from head to toe in bright red body pump swag. Who knew that that introduction that day at LPAC in Chicago would start a beautiful friendship, a sisterhood, and having a very dangerous shopping buddy. Being new to Chicago, you took me under your wing, even trusting me to sub your packed classes when you were traveling for trainings. We then started to team teach together on special occasions. We pulled in an incredible crowd. These team taught classes took on the role of Wonder Twin Powers Activate. We had matching outfits, head to toe, hence my dangerous shopping buddy. My favorite outfit and performance was when we were teaching to the song Dirty by Christina Aguilera. We had on those hot new Nike tearaway pants and we waited for that crescendo in the song and we tore off our tearaway sweatpants to display our matching Nike short shorts. Looking back, I think, wow, that was brave. How did I ever have the courage to do that? Somehow, being friends with you brought on a level of safety and trust, allowing me to step outside my comfort zone. With classes being such a success and you now home for the weekends, East Bank Club allowed us to teach every Saturday morning together. This became a place of incredible community and best friends in the making. Throughout those years, we had so many amazing memories, like laughing hysterically during choreography rehearsals, or how about those track runs every Saturday, and then the runs to Whole Foods for our cheat snack, where you loved those banana nut muffins and I was obsessed with Mr. Z's trail mix. 
I also enjoyed our long conversations, typically over egg white omelets at Nookie's. During that time, things were really tough as young professionals working tirelessly just to survive and get those new matching gold sneakers for Saturday's class. Those years where I felt the most vulnerable and alone, you were always there for me. What I love is how you were not only a great listener. As you know, I do have to talk things out loud to process, but you also had that voice of reason and you demonstrated your care by having those difficult conversations with me. This allowed me to see things from a different perspective. Now, almost 20 years later, wait, is that right? That can't be. <laughs> well, when I get to see you or when I get to pick up the phone and call you, it is like no time has passed. You continue to be my confidant, my partner in crime, my best friend, and my sister. I have always admired your strength, discipline, kindness, wisdom, beauty, and incredible sense of style. I believe that God brings people into your life for a reason, and you have been such an incredible gift in my life. Thank you, and I love you, my dear friend. In writing these letters of gratitude, I observed many positive behaviors in myself. Actually, sitting down and writing these letters allowed me to recall more memories as I wrote. It was like it opened up the archives of positive experiences, even during some really tough times. I found that by writing, I was able to recall details of the events. And as I wrote, the images became more clear. Behaviorally, I noticed an increase in my mood for a long period of time. Now, I had a unique situation in that I was editing this podcast over several days and by re-listening and reliving it, I found that that mood, that uplifting mood continued for days. The act of reading it aloud amplified the impact of the memories and my recipient's value. When my recipient received the letter, the mood boosted even more once again. It was being reminded of the letter and the positive emotions coming from the recipient. This created continued growth and happiness. After writing these letters, I do feel a deeper connection to the recipients. This reminded me of the importance of them in my life and how truly grateful I am for their presence. We're so lucky to have Annie Gibbons with us today. She is the co-owner of Donuts and Pie Fitness. Her mission is to inspire everyone to age enthusiastically. Welcome, Annie. It's great to have you here. Thank you. It's so I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to be included in this project. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you again. And and um, Annie, I'd love to hear your letter of gratitude. It's all okay. you. I've got it. Dear Holly, it is truly amazing what the universe provides us. In 1974, we met at our college orientation 
when we were just 17 and were instantly best friends. As it turns out, that weekend would prove to shape the rest of our lives. In the last 47 years, through the tears, laughter, adventure, heartache, and miracles, you have always been able to keep me grounded. We have been attached at the hip, really the heart, all these years, and I can't think of a single time that you haven't been able to be there for me and showed up in every single way I needed you to, never with judgment, but always with respect and with love. So many times you have told me that I saved your life as we made our way through college. The truth is, Holly, you saved mine. I am a personal trainer because of you and your inspiration. I heard a saying a while ago that made me think of you and how I believe you try to live, live your life. When you speak or you have to address a hard subject and someone you love, there are three things to consider. Is it true? Is it necessary? And is it kind? You taught me this, Holly. I try to live by it every single day. You bring the same loyalty and passion and compassion to every person in your life, which is reflected in the people that surround you with their love and their passion. And finally, Holly, you taught me to breathe and to understand that I was doing the very best I could with the tools I had. And for that, I will be forever grateful. And I want you to know that when I grow up, I want to be just like you when you grow up. (laughs) Love, Annie. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. I love that. And I love that you guys (laughs) met in college. And isn't it amazing to me, just those friends that that are like the through line of our life? Yeah, it it really truly is. It is. And there's another friend I have, Diana, and it's really the three of us. And it doesn't matter what's happened in our lives. We are always there for each other. And it's a blessing. I I hope everybody has something like that in their life. Absolutely. Yes. And How was this experience for you? Tell me about um, just the process of writing the letter and and what that experience was like for you. You know, when Gretchen first shared this with me, I thought, oh, this is easy peasy. You know, I love Holly. I could put this down in paper in two seconds, but I had to reflect a lot more than I had anticipated because these things have all been shared. And I know she knows a lot of these things, but it was really important to me. It really, really needed to be thought of for like a week. And I rewrote it and wrote it. I don't know why it, it seemed like more pressure, but it was because I really wanted to capture how grateful I am to my friend, Holly. so lucky to have Lisa Pizik with us today. She is a business strategist, entrepreneur, two-time best-selling author, and she's otherwise known as Oliver's mom. Welcome, Lisa. Great to have you, and thanks for participating in this activity. Thank you so much. I love this, and this is amazing. Lisa, share your letter with us. Dear Ashley... Sensei Ashley, as you're known to our family, I am in awe of your generosity. The way you and Gord, your also generous husband, made our family and all of our students' families health, happiness, and confidence a priority. That really hit me. It wasn't about what we couldn't do together, but what we could do. Yes, we couldn't come into the martial arts school, But our community was home, a community that you built. And getting on to do classes a few times a week gave us the structure and the hope that we have each other. 
We have our dreams, we have our goals, and when some days it can feel like the sky is falling all around us, you brought us together and you brought us home. Whether you're teaching my son Oliver at seven how to believe in himself and see the good, or me as a 39-year-old adult, your message lands in the same way. Adults aren't immune, as you know, to negative self-talk, being told that we can't, we're too old, we should be happy just where we are. Your message empowers us to bust limitations, set goals, push yourself, focus, and have fun along the way because you're going to push us and love on us no matter what age we are. Even on my busiest of days, I never regret leaving it all at the door, which is going downstairs in my basement to do online classes with you. And I never regret going to class. You make my day so much better. I know you face some challenges in your own life currently, and you've done it with grace, specifically in the last year. And that's your story to tell and not mine. But you face it with the same message that you teach us. Look for the good. Don't give up. You got this. I'm thankful for your trust as a friend and that we can share life's challenges together and celebrate whether we win or we learn. You see greatness in people and you speak to that. I'm so thankful you're an extension of the parents that Eric and I are to when Oliver's in your class, as I know he's around greatness too. We're very protective of who gets in his headspace and the influences that he's around. And we couldn't sleep any more soundly knowing that he's learning a lesson from you and he's soaking it all in. You're truly amazing. I'm so thankful to have you in my life. I can't wait to see what the next 70 years of friendship looks like. We'll be old and gray with a hundred cats around us talking about how much we love our husbands, how proud we are of our kids, and how we can still throw a roundhouse kick with power, even if it's with a cane or two. Oh, wow. Lisa, beautifully, beautifully written. That was so amazing. Sunsei Ashley sounds spectacular. Oh, she's a gift to this world. What was this experience of writing a letter like for you? It was more emotional and deeper than I thought it was going to be. Because I think when you see people and you know how great they are and you know what their strengths are and you know why you love them, but then the actual process of putting that down into paper and really taking the time to think about the impact it had on me and then the ripple effect, it really hit me that goodness is all around us. And there's goodness in the person that you share the elevator with and the person that you see on the square of your Zoom call. It's just that, that gratitude and that just being grateful for the people around you and the gifts they bring to the world. Um, I'm so thankful to call her a friend, but it's just so much deeper than that. And that really hit me. Uh, it made me quite emotional. I was, I had to grab the tissues as I was, you know, it was kind of like, I'm going to write this in between meetings and I'm going to get it done. And it means a lot to me. And I really had to take my time with it because it just went deeper and deeper and deeper as I started putting those words on the paper. So it was um, a beautiful experience. And I'm so thankful to be able to do that. I'm so excited to have Linda John with us today. She is an executive and leadership coach. She's also an Enneagram practitioner. Welcome, Linda. Thanks for being here. 
Hi, Patricia. Thanks so much for this opportunity. So we would love to hear your letter of gratitude. All right. So here I go. Dearest Mona, I have been invited to join Patricia Freiberg's podcast in celebration of Women's History Month. The assignment? Write a letter of gratitude to a woman in my life who's been important to me, providing support, mentorship, and kindness. You have provided all of these and more to me since I first met you over 30 years ago in February 1989. And so I raise my glass to you, my dear friend Mona, in celebration of Women's History Month. Yes, you are one of those rare individuals that leaves such an important impact on others that we remember the exact date and location of our first meeting. For me, it was in your office at Iron World USA, a beautiful statewide attraction in its day developed to celebrate the region's cultural diversity and mining history and located on Minnesota's Iron Range. At age 24, I had just started my role as the executive director of a newly formed convention and visitors bureau for that region. While I had some foundational tourism background from my five years working at Walt Disney World, I had zero experience in the convention bureau industry. And I was told that I must meet with Mona Abel as soon as possible to help me learn more about my role in marketing the destination. There was a lot about Iron World USA that was quite intimidating. It was a multi-million dollar facility, including fancy corporate offices set within the preserved iron ore mine, featuring expansive grounds with interpretive centers, festival amphitheaters, and even an old mining train. But there was one thing about Iron World that was not intimidating. That was you. As I announced myself to the receptionist on that first day, I went to meet you and they led me to your office. I was soon in the presence of a tall, confident, classy blonde with a huge heart and a hearty laugh. I felt that I was at home in your company from the beginning. You were so excited about my arrival to the Iron Range and you immediately filled me in on all of the senior motor coach travel trade shows that I needed to register for, like the Jackrabbit Show in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, National Tour Association in Salt Lake City. American Bus Association in Cleveland, and more. Oh, and by the way, you assured me, we're going to have a blast traveling together. And that we did. For the next two years, we developed the tourism industry for that region through the solicitation of motor coach groups, ski clubs, hockey tournaments, and more. We took our roles so very seriously, but you also taught me that it was okay to have fun along the way and not to take ourselves too seriously. I'll never forget our mouse story at Ichiban's restaurant in Winnipeg or our pool parties at your friend Sally's house when there was a trade show in Palm Springs. You taught me that we could dress up and go to fancy places without much money if we just timed the happy hours right. And when I moved to another convention bureau after two years on the Iron Range, we remained travel buddies, living life to the fullest as friends as well as colleagues. One day you called me up when I was at work at the Bloomington, Minnesota Convention and Visitors Bureau and said, let's go to Australia. I said, how can I possibly do that? You said, Northwest Airlines is offering round trip airfare from Minneapolis to Sydney for $250 plus 20,000 miles. I said, that's a heck of a deal, but I don't have that many miles. You said, well, how many do you need? My brother Roger has plenty and we'll just figure it out. Yep. We went to Australia for two weeks with our friend Renee. And while we were there, we went to the Sydney Opera House, sheep farms, art museums, and beaches. And we created memories that we share to this day 
during that spur of the moment trip of a lifetime. So these are the highlights I think of when I consider the support and mentorship that you provided me very early in my 35-year tourism career. When I consider the quality of your kindness, well, I could actually go on for days. One very memorable chapter for me was early in my marriage when my husband at the time was working in Minneapolis and I was still on the Iron Range, a good three hours away. I learned I was pregnant, but I couldn't relocate abruptly. So you offered your home to me as a place to live during this critical life transition. And yes, you tolerated about three months of severe morning sickness, including daily nausea, vomiting, and crying. You comforted me. You told me jokes to make me laugh. You cooked mild food to accommodate my queasy stomach. You coordinated a community farewell celebration as I moved on from the Iron Range to start my new life. And you always made me feel so special and supported through your many acts of kindness. Throughout our 30 plus year friendship, we have laughed, cried, worried, plotted, and planned together. You've not only supported me in ways I never deserved, you've also inspired me every day and in every way. And since you retired from Iron World USA some 20 years ago, you have authored three cookbooks celebrating your family, your friends, your heritage, your recipes, and your stories that connect all of those important priorities in a fun and engaging way. You are a self-described recipe diva and former go-go dancer, according to your latest cookbook called Let's Party, which you published two years ago. You are also the self-proclaimed mayor of Side Lake, where you own a lakefront home and regularly hobnob with other area hometown heroes, including Bob Dylan and Kevin McHale. You continue to live your life to the fullest through a can-do mindset and positive outlook on life, keeping things silly and not ever taking yourself too seriously. And because of all of this, I love you dearly. And as you just turned the age of 80 a few months ago, I cannot wait to see what our next travel adventures might be, what new silly stories our escapades will create, and what new business ventures you will pursue. You truly are such a positive force in this life and a woman to be celebrated. I am so grateful that my life path led me to you all those years ago. So cheers to you, Mona. Now let's party. Okay. That is amazing. I I want to be her when I grow up. You know, she sounds spectacular. So amazing. What was the experience like for you doing this exercise? Well, I tend to hesitate to write. I, I, I know it's good for me. And I loved all the things you told me about like this. The, the health benefits of expressing yourself and gratitude through writing, but I have a block. And so it wasn't until last night that I grabbed my glass of wine at 10 o'clock at night. I knew I was going to be writing to Mona, but to take the feelings from the heart and the head and to move it to the action, to put it on paper, it's just the getting started. And so I, what I find is once I do that, it's like the words just flowed. The feelings are all there. The memories are all there. My love for her is all there, but it was really, really just um, so, so much of a release for me to be able to put it on paper and have this opportunity to take what I'm feeling and thinking and and give it as a gift to her and hopefully to um, others in her life that believe, you know, the same things that I do about her. She's truly a wonderful person deserving of all of this celebration. That's so wonderful. And people who are, you know, listening here today, also being inspired to reach out and think of the memories in their lives and the women in their lives that have been significant. And just the act of 
of writing this letter, it really solidifies and it, and it's expansive, right? I mean, I started writing my letter, which I've, I mean, it's on chicken scratch. So I got to pull it together <laughs> to, to actually read mine out loud. I'm not going to be able to read my writing, but you know, the process it's, you start thinking of memories and it's a chain reaction to something else that they did and something else oh, that they did. So and true. it was like, wow, you know, how yeah. have I let this much time go and not say it out loud? Right. Exactly. And uh, motivating and just such a gift from you to all of the people that you're um, inviting to do this. It's such a gift to be able to give out to the world all of these positive feelings. I encourage all of you to write a letter to a woman that is special in your life. And then let me know how it goes. Find me at www.patriciafreiberg.com and let me know what your experience was like. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80 song inspiration, we want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you, and we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.